www.exxon-radio.com. The Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. To the X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Excellent, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I'm your host and your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the Exxon. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And we come to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern right here on the Talk Star Radio Network and our fine family of growing broadcast affiliates across Canada, the United States, Central America, the Caribbean, South America, the Pacific Rim, 20 Asian countries, and across Europe. If you'd like to give us a call, our toll-free number is one 877 That's toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii at one 528 8255 My email address, xzone at talkstarradio.com. On MSN Messenger, you can always reach us here in our studios in Hamilton at talkstarradio at hotmail.com. And our two websites, www.xzoneradio.com. And you can watch, listen, and chat with the coolest radio audience anywhere in the universe at www.xzonetv.com. My producer at Master Control in beautiful Titusville, Florida, right across the Indian River from Cape Canaveral is the one and only Miss Melanie. Mel, nice working with you. And my um, my chat room moderator at Exxon TV is my good friend from Scarborough, Ontario, Rob. Guys, nice being with you. And Exxon Nation, I apologize for Friday night. Due to circumstances beyond my control, I could not be with you. But I do apologize, and we will make up all the guests that we had planned last Friday night over the weeks to come. On tonight's show, Nancy Leader is going to be joining me. She is the channel for the Zetas, a group of re, uh, group reputed to be from Zeta Reticuli, and uh, here to oversee, along with other ETs, our evolution. 
Hour number two, Mary Kay Hole will be with us on talking how to protect your children online. Hour number three, William Boulam will be joining me to talk about out-of-body experiences. And in hour number four, live from the European Union in the beautiful city of Prague, my good friend Cal Korf will be joining us for an edition of Cal's Corner. Once again, one 877 It's toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. Our email address is xzone at talkstarradio.com. Today is Monday, the 16th of the month of February. And on this day, Henry Wilson, Vice President Ulysses S. Grant, was born way back in 1812. In 1862, 14,000 Confederate troops surrendered to, the Union, uh, to Union General Ulysses S. Grant and were made honorary French soldiers. On this date in 1923, the very first newscast was broadcast. In 1923, the burial vault of King Tut was opened in Egypt. On this date in 1937, a research chemist from DuPont got the patent for his invention of nylon. And in 1959, Fidel Castro became president of Cuba. Today is birthday day, and to all the members of the Exxon Nation who are celebrating their birthdays, to you and yours, a very happy birthday from the Exxon family and the Exxon Nation. It's President Day, honoring the 44 men who have held that office. Presidents, uh, let me see, what else do we have going on? Tennis great John McEnroe turns 50. And remember Little Wednesday from the TV show The Addams Family? Uh, that was Lisa Loring, who turns 51 years old today. And Patty Andrews of the Andrews Sisters turns 89. When I come back from this two-minute commercial break here on the Exxon, I'll be joined by Nancy Leader. We're going to be talking about aliens, contact, watching our evolution, and much more. This is the Exxon on the Talk Star Radio Network. Once again, our toll-free number is one 528 8255 toll free throughout the US, Canada, Alaska and Hawaii at 18775288255. My name's Rob McConnell and this is the Exxon live and around the world from the studios of Relmar McConnell Media Company in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, exclusively worldwide and the beyond on the Talkstar Radio Network. We'll be back in 2 minutes, don't go away. Seven seven five two eight eight two five five is toll free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. This is the Exxon on the Talkstar Radio Network. Our first guest this hour is Nancy Leader. Nancy became aware of her contactee status in 1993 and the potential for being a communicator of the Zeta message in the midst of a full-time life with a family and a full-time job. As a contactee, Nancy participated in the hybrid program and met one of her hybrid children. 
In preparation for her communicator role, Nancy was given life-form introductions and introduced to MJ-12 at an early age. Nancy expends her retirement time and money on getting the Zeta Talk message out. Requests for interviews take top priority, though. She quit a professional job in California in 1999 to move to Wisconsin to walk the talk. Born in Wisconsin, Nancy returned to her grandparents' homestead, where she first met the Zetas in the woods as a very young girl. There, she gardens, saves seeds, raises chicken, and uh, tries to be an example of how people should prepare for the coming changes. As the Zeta talk message is threatening to the establishment, who fear the populace will panic. Nancy deals with a lot of flack. And joining us now from Wisconsin is Nancy Leader. And Nancy, welcome to the Exxon. Oh, I'm so pleased to be here. How are you this evening, Nancy? Um, I'm doing great. Great. Thanks very much for joining us. And uh, I was wondering if you could just go take us back down memory lane uh, to the first time you had any contact with the Zetas and how old you were. I think I must have been around seven or eight years old mm-hmm. uh, and I uh, was down in the swamp. They just sort of uh, popped out from behind some trees and uh, I didn't get any nasty vibes from them. It was sort of like the fawns and the, you know, the rabbits and the coons and the like. And, right. Uh, and uh, they led me out of their spaceship, but they left the door open. I was a little alarmed. Uh, and I think they put an implant in my forehead. Uh, and after that, I was meeting with them regularly. Now, um, how did this affect you as a child growing up? The fact that you had been chosen to bring the message of the Zetas uh, to the world. Well, actually, it was my choice. Uh, This is a common misconception that aliens choose people. There's the chosen. Uh, It is the person who chooses always to have contact and the person who chooses their role. And even before birth, I had decided that I wanted to have a communicator role. It's actually worked out extremely well, was far more successful than they expected, and they've had to reassign a few Zetas to the Zeta Talk message. Um, because it has taken off beautifully. What is the message, Nancy? It's a many-faceted, one of the uh, most, uh, they say there's going to be a pole shift in our near near future Mm -hmm. and before the the year 2012. 2012 is too late. Mayan and Gregorian calendars were not lined up correctly. Uh, Also, they're saying that the world is in a transformation process. Uh, the Bible spoke to this when they said, Jesus will return a thousand years of peace, etc. Mm-hmm. What this means is the, the earth is going to be a home for the good guys. And as we reincarnate many hundreds of, and even thousands of lives, um, those who have remained selfish or grown into a more selfish mode will be removed and taken to prison planets. Those who have grown into being uh, truly empathetic, practicing the golden rule, uh, will be able to reincarnate on Earth. And those who are yet undecided will be hauled off to another kindergarten planet. Uh, that's um, Awakening uh, is another one where we're going to see more UFO sightings, mass sightings, more uh, glimpses of alien bodies. Uh, and also they talk, have talked about what the government did during Roswell and since, MJ-12. Um, and uh, that's uh, kind of hitting the high points. Now, now, now tell me, Nancy, how can we prepare without a specific date? Well, they're not allowed to give us a date. Uh, and, and actually, no valid uh, 
uh, channeling or communication from spirits or aliens is allowed to give the date. Uh, and it's, it's because they, we're still living with the bad guys. We're in a mixed setting here. We have good guys and bad guys and those who haven't made up their mind yet here on Earth. We're like a kindergarten where souls are young and first sorting it all out. If the bad guys learned the date, they would herd us into work camps, poison us so they don't have to feed us, uh, you know, know just when to run off to the bunkers, uh, just might attempt to declare martial law and prevent people from going to safety. Therefore, they're not allowed to say the date, but they have given a series of steps as to the timing, how to determine the timing, uh, so that actually you will not be taken by surprise. It's uh, at least a two-month period, which they call the last weeks, in which the North Pole tips away and into the three days of darkness for the Northern Hemisphere. And this is followed by, uh, you know, a week in which it's very gloomy and the sun doesn't seem to be rising from the east. And then we slow to, our rotation slows to a stop. Rotation stops for 5.9 days. Then there's the hour of the pole shift. If you compute all that, it's about at least seven weeks. And they've also said the pole shift will happen around the end of a December, the end of an April, or the end of an August, because those are magnetic trimesters uh, as defined by the Zetas. Many of our crop circles show three balls and the like. These are depicting the magnetic trimesters. So, it, for instance, we're not going to have a pole shift the end of April because we're too close to that already. We're all, we'll be sliding into March, you know, and you have to have a severe wobble and tipping into the three days of darkness, and I don't see that happening right now. But we don't even know if it's going to be this year. We don't know if it's going to be this year mm -hmm. or 2010 or 11, but, it, but it'll happen by the end of 2011. If they're giving us three months, why don't they just give us the month? Well, as I said, uh, when we get into the last weeks and, and things are starting to get chaotic and, we've ha and we're having a lot of earthquakes and a right. lot more uh, high tides along the coastlines, a lot more of those sinkholes and exploding gas and water mains and imploding factories and dislocating bridges and heaving roads and derailing trains, the type of thing that has been on the uptick since about 2003, then, uh, then uh, people are, are already alerted. They know something is seriously wrong, even if the cover-up is successful and, and all uh, you know, admissions from the government are, are just squelched. Uh, people can sense you know, that they have prophecies in every culture that are similar to our end-time prophecies. Mm -hmm. They're ready to run for the hills. They're ready to do something different. And if at that time people suddenly say, oh, you know, red dust, and here we go, yeah. uh, and run for the hills and leave their jobs and leave the coastlines, the government by that time will be too discombobulated and people will be moving before any kind of martial law or, or the light can be imposed. So uh, the assumption is, if they don't give a date, mm -hmm. that people will be able to go to safety. Imagine uh, a family in L.A., young children, you know, and, and they have to work those jobs. Uh, they can't feed their, their children any mm -hmm. other way. Uh, they want to know when the time is. When they see these end-time changes coming, uh, they can leave their job and bolt, you know, for the hills somewhere, 
and they won't get trapped. There are rich enclaves, for instance, in Utah, that would just as soon not have uh, have L.A. just kind of blockaded and drowned. Uh, and, and that's a fact. Now, why would they like to do that? That doesn't make very Well, because sense. they don't want uh, poor people invading their enclaves. They don't want people who are hungry, you know, and, and without uh, any kind of food distribution, mm-hmm. uh, you know, coming up and pounding on their doors or, or you know, uh, kind of like in the... In the uh, um, Middle Ages, where they had blockades around villages, you know, until they starved them out. Uh, they don't want that happening. Uh, they want, you know, the, the very wealthy have created enclaves, bunkers, stocked it up with food, and they plan on having militias defending them. Uh, but they would like to be in secret locations and not have the poor people that the mob, I guess is the way it's termed, invade their enclaves. And, um, this is people in Utah? Well, I'm just throwing that out as an example. I see. You know, that, that there are, um, uh, you know, if, for instance, the Mormons have said, have enough food to last, to, to, to keep you alive for a year. And this is broadly known. Yeah, that makes sense. And, and so if, if you were in L.A. Mm-hmm. and you had nowhere else to go, it's up in the hills, let's go to Utah. They have lots of food. Everybody has enough for a year. And that's an example of a fear of the mob, you know, migrating and thundering. And if the date were known, people in uh, in certain cities, coastal cities, would be blockaded. River now, bottom now are these people from, are these visitors from Zeta, are they a highly advanced race? Yes. Then why they, can't they stop the uh, the turmoil that's going to be happening? Well, uh, do they stop it now? Why not? Uh, you know, think about what goes on. And our world has uh-huh. free will. It's a schoolhouse. It's a self-taught mm-hmm. schoolhouse. They don't go in and stop the uh, poor stick children in sub-Sahara Africa from starving to death. Yeah, why don't they do that? Yeah, why don't they? And, and stop pedophilia. Right, exactly. And, and, why and don't cure, they? cure cancer. Right, why don't they? <laughs> it, it's because... Um, because they having, can't. Having a perfect life is not the goal. Spiritual development is the goal. Or, or and, is that what we try to tell ourselves, to give, uh, give ourselves an excuse as the human race that... We can't solve these things, so we're going to pass the buck, call it free will, and we'll be able to free ourselves of all the guilt that rides with it because there are children dying in Africa, because there are homeless, because there are hungry, because there are those who who are in need and are infested with disease. And if the aliens really were there and they did have the ability to traverse the universe, why don't they help? Well, Let's talk about this on the other side don't... of this commercial break with the news. Nancy Leaders, our special guest. And uh, we'll be back on the other side of the uh, commercial with the news right here on the Talkstar Radio Network. Uh, Nancy's website is www.zetatalk.com. Z-E-T-A-talk.com. We'll be back. Don't go away. Don't get abducted. Don't get mutilated. Just come back. You're listening to the X-Zone Radio Show live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network. Visit us online at www.xzone-radio.com. You 
Hi, this is Ken Elliott. When I'm floating around the universe, I always try to tune in to Rob McConnell. Hey, hold there, Kirby Frog on Sesame Street. When I want to find out what's going on with UFOs or ghosts, I listen to the X-Zone with Rob McConnell. This is Les Corrigan from Target Internet Development. You're listening to Rob McConnell on the X-Zone Radio Show. This is John Hogue, Prophecy Scholar, and you're listening to Rob McConnell in the X-Zone. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. everyone, Nancy Litterman is our special guest, www.zetatalk.com. Now, Nancy, uh, you know, when, when I hear all these things about the aliens that are coming from different planets across the, the galaxy, and if they have the ability to traverse time and space, not to help this planet out seems to me... Hey, hey, you're being, you're being, uh, you're having the child's view. I need to be rescued. Where are my parents? No, no, no. This is called reality. I think people who believe in aliens are having the, the child view. Well, uh, well, this is our schoolhouse. It's a self-study schoolhouse. There's a very little spiritual development that happens when everybody is beautiful, has straight teeth, and lives a trouble-free life, has no disease, like the jet sets, you know, just lots of money, pampered. Very little spiritual development happens. When you experience pain in a lifetime, you have empathy for others who have that same pain in future lifetimes. If everyone is pampered and having fun, yeah, you're not going to get there. You remain selfish, and therefore it is the rules by the, the, the administrative force that, that manages our portion of the universe that young worlds are to have fr uh, free will and non-interference. That's the rule. Uh, now, they've determined that that grows souls and grows mature souls faster than having a cushy life. We are supposed to rescue each other. We are supposed to take action. Are you taking action? Are you personally helping those starving stick children in Africa or the folks that might be homeless and, and getting frostbite on their toes, you know, in, in the northern cities as we speak? Probably not. You're wrong. But, I but am. we want to be rescued. No, 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 no. I, I think that when people start telling me about aliens from other planets, I think that they are using a world of fantasy to encompass themselves in a little shell that no one can hurt them because the aliens are protecting them. I think that anyone who thinks that aliens are actually coming here needs their head examined. I really do. Well, you're obviously not a contactee. No, I'm a realist. I'm a real yeah. human person. I'm not a nut. Yeah, but I'm a contactee, and I have had so many signs as 
people who are contactees all right, have. All right, give me they some of the signs. They know they're give, being visited. Give, they give know me it. Some and of the who's signs. putting those crop circles down? Give they me some of the signs. Nose. Give me yeah. some of the signs. Give me some of your proof. Hard proof. Not well, just lip service. Well, I don't have service. hard proof, and well, there is not you, hard proof. You don't have any proof? crop circles is probably the closest thing you can come to. Wow. And mass sightings, like what happened in 1991 in Mexico City, where hundreds, if not thousands, mm -hmm. of home videos caught the same UFO display. And in 1997, the Phoenix Lights, oh, everyone yeah. around the state saw the same mothership. It was not a holograph. There are mass sightings like that, and crop circles cannot be explained. They're put down instantly by mm -hmm. uh, per witnesses. They, the crop does not die. It grows at the node. It's bent at the node. It grows more more where where it was laid down than in the rest of the field. Uh, and they have radioisotope changes in crop circles that are not present in those other fields. Now, now this why cannot don't, be why explained don't... by man's hand. So why doesn't everyone see these woo-woo effects and only a certain percentage of the population does? Well, that's not true. When there are UFOs to displays, everybody sees them. You know, Stratford-on-Avon had UFO displays uh, within about a year ago, uh, and, and Beijing did, you know, within the last year or so. Everyone sees them. It's not true that, that some people see them and other people we don't, don't because when they're, they're going on, anyone who looks you want to sees down, them. Please? I mean, the, the police, right the down. police department. And keep her down until I've asked you to. She's not going to let me talk. I'm going to do it my way. There's a lot of things in the skies. We don't know if they're UFOs that have come across the galaxy. We don't know if they're experimental aircraft. We don't know if they're experimental um, spacecraft. Now bring her up. So how do we know they're spacecraft? Is Nancy still there? Yep, I sure am. Okay, so Nancy, how do we know that these are real spacecraft, and they're not experimental aircraft, they're not experimental spacecraft, and they're not hoaxes? Well, uh, you could use a little logic. We can't even get the shuttle up without blowing it up because of a faulty O-ring. Oh, well, we're not on, that, on, you know, we're on, not that good at what we do. We certainly on, don't have craft on. that disappears into another dimension or disappears rapidly uh, as as our military and the military of other. France uh, 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 released the Comita report yeah. in which they talk about all the sightings and their own military's record, as the U.K. is doing, Chile is doing, and the U.S. is refusing to do. I think the U.S. has got more brains because there's not no, as no. many wackos here as there are there. No, well, they, excuse they, me, they I have think more there's to one fear more. about the alien, uh, the cover-up that they've Why? perpetrated. They more fear? people will what be angry they because they've fear? been harsher. What the Blue Book... What do they have They've to been, fear? Uh, I mean, they, on, look, they would look like fools to say, and people well, guess who what, they talk, were there after Wait a second. Oh, and you're saying that the United States government would look like fools by coming out and saying that there are spacecraft or that, that or they're fools because they're not saying it. I, I've lost track Well, they're here. both, actually. If they come out and say, you know, we lied to you all those decades, they were there, what are people going to say? Nancy, Nancy, what kind of profession were you in before you decided to save the world? I, I, was, I was a computer system manager and consultants, second-level manager. Okay. I developed computer systems, big ones. Mm -hmm. Now, all right, I, I don't believe you, to be honest with you. I really don't. I think you lack a lot of credibility. Well, I, what can I do here on the air to prove it to you? And, and, and the point is, you wouldn't be convinced 
even if I, uh, you know, gutted myself trying to convince you. No, know, I've been doing this, uh, this show now for 16 years, and I've heard every Tom, Dick, and Harry's account of what they can't explain being a UFO. I've also heard the, the poor excuse of the world that the aliens, even with all this, all their uh, knowledge and all their scientific advanced way of engineering and all their this, all their that, they won't help this planet because of the prime directive. Right. Mm. I don't believe it. Well, you're not going to be rescued no matter how much you fuss. I'll tell you one thing I would invite the listeners to do is go to my website. Oh, sure, and, and buy your videos, books. And yeah. in the videos, yeah. watch my videos on Zeta Talk Accuracy. They uh-huh. take about eight minutes total. Yeah. And it's 16 different examples of where the Zetas came out mm-hmm. and made a statement that later, years later, proved to be correct according to man's knowledge base. In other words, they made statements about things that man was unaware of that such later as, proved to be true. Such as. They're highly accurate. Such as. And that's why they have the fan base that they do. Such as. Uh, well, one of them is the uh, sun's magnetic alignment. Mm-hmm. You know, NASA's always saying every 11 years, whoops, it flips. South is north and north is south. That's not true. They said that because of the way sunspots kind of blipped around and they said that must be what's going on but actually they had a probe the ulysses probe that went out in 1994 and went around the sun and was coming back around 2000 and 2001 so in 2000 they said oh the poles have flipped south is north and north is south their own ulysses probe went around and said nope nothing has changed so nasa said oh well maybe the sun had two south poles temporarily but their own probe proved them wrong and proved the Zetas right. That's a fact. The Ulysses probe. Now, you, you talk about the Zetas. Where do they come from? Zeta Reticuli. Yeah, Zeta Reticuli, not any of the stars that we know because their, their suns were dim. There was many planets mm. that they the Zetas were uh, transplanted to in Zeta Reticuli. We're also genetically engineered. Our... You know, Neanderthal man disappeared, modern man popped up, the missing link is never found. We've been genetically engineered and will in the future also. So the, the, the stars that they come from are not bright enough to be seen by us as stars. Okay. The star systems, I should say. What about Planet X? Uh, Planet X is arrived in 2003. The government doesn't want you to know that, but that's what's been causing our weather problems. And by the way, the Zetas predicted our current weather in 1995. They also predicted the current crop shortages we have. Everybody laughed. What a bunch of ridicule. Well, boy, has it come across big time. You know, they can't disguise anymore that there's crop shortages worldwide. The Zetas were the only ones to predict that in 1995. It arrived in 2003 and is creeping past the sun and is going to zoom out sometime before 2012. It's coming coming at us. All right, what happens, Nancy, come December 21st, 2012, and everything you've talked about tonight hasn't happened? Well, I would ask Jason Rand the same thing, I guess. I always do. <laughs> well... I would, you know, as far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. the accuracy track record the Zetas have. That's not what I'm know, asking you. I, I asked what you am I going to do? Yeah. You know, uh, other than uh, put my head in the toilet, yeah. I guess. I don't know. You know, and flush it a lot. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I don't uh, think that's going to be the case. I have no plan because I don't think that's going to be the case. All right. Why hasn't there been a mass landing? 
because there are rules against that. Oh, you know, like I said, it's a it's a schoolhouse where young souls were choosing good and evil. Well, um, the bad guys can come down and they can uh, do counseling. It's kind of like uh, drug pushers outside the school schoolyard fence. The good guys and the bad guys are standing around saying, "No, don't take the drug. Don't listen to him," or you know, or "Come on, kid, it'll it'll make you feel good." And so it's it's counseling, but they cannot interfere with our lives. It's like the little angel on one shoulder and the devil on another. And uh, there, the rules say there cannot be a mass landing, colonization, eating humans. Otherwise, it would have happened. Why would they not have done it if they could do it? Because they're not there. Oh well, that's another. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, I know it's scary. I don't find you know, it scary. <laughs> I really don't. I find it ludicrous. I find well, it hysterical. Well, uh, explain crop circles that are bent at the node, continue to grow, are not crushed, and are laid down in seconds. Now, how do you is know that all a lie? How do you know they're laid down in seconds? Well, have you, have you seen it? Have you seen it for yourself? I, I, well, I trust the eyewitnesses. Oh, we have a lot do. of them in the UK. Uh-huh. You know, there's a lot of crop circles laid in the UK, and they have witnesses that say it was laid down in seconds. Tell me, why are there a lot more crop circles in the UK than anywhere else in the world? They're intelligent, and they do a good job uh-huh. at, at recording and reporting what they find. Maybe they also have the crop to spare. They're all a little chubby over there. They're being advised to eat less. You know, crop circles laid down in a poor country, you're not doing any service to those people. Well, th- why don't I mean, you ruin the crops. So why don't they drop crops in the area of the world where the people could eat? You know, take the crops from one place, put it to another place. That works. Well, maybe that's considered breaking the rule of non-interference. So are you, t- are you telling me that the Zeta Reticuli visitors that come here are actually the gods of the past? Uh, not gods at all, no. Actually, the Anunnaki were probably considered some of our gods of the past. And how do we know that? Um, because they, uh, um, there's a lot of, of uh, record of like the, the gods of Mount Olympus, the uh, German Visigoths, mm-hmm. who built the pyramids, the great, you know, that the large stones too large to lift. Oh, no, some no, of the no, structures no. in Peru, stones too large to lift, and the like. The Anunnaki had uh, the ability to levitate these stones, and that's where, like, the legend of El Dorado and the like uh, came about. Um, There's anyone who wants to read Zachariah Sitchin's book, uh, The Twelfth Planet, etc., Uh and uh, he he details what the ancient Sumerians knew. One interesting fact was that the ancient Sumerians knew about Pluto before we did. We learned about it in about 1930. Well, the, the Anunnaki are on that planet that zips through Planet X, and they were counting the planets from the outside in, not from the sun out. So uh, that's pretty solid evidence to me. But you're basing your evidence and your belief on everybody else's work. Well, my goodness, let's just all burn the book. Let's not read. Well, Let's I agree. just have I agree. our own thoughts. I, I, I mean, agree. what kind of a statement is that? I agree with reading. I, I agree with reading. I, I think reading is a wonderful thing. Do you have a book that you've read that you believe? Yeah, where someone the, presented a fact that wasn't something you personally saw that you believe? Can you give me an, an example? Uh, yeah, Superman. I love those comic books. Later, there you go. And you've got to be real, place. huh? <laughs> well, come on. You're talking about things that you cannot prove. You cannot offer any any evidence except 
your word that you actually met these aliens and that you know for a fact this is going to happen because the aliens have told you so. And if the aliens were here, why haven't they given you something that you could present to the non-believers and skeptics like yours truly to shut us up once and for all? Well, there's the rule, not only of non-interference, but called the element of doubt. I see. And that's All right, I've got to take my break, and that's not a doubt, that's a fact. My name's Rob McConnell, this is the Exxon, and uh, thank God for commercials. one 877 is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. Email exxon at talkstarradio.com, and on MSN Messenger, talkstarradio at hotmail.com. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break if I don't get abducted by the Zeta Reticuli people because I don't believe in them. As we continue live and around the world on the Talk Star Radio Network, and who knows, maybe even Zeta Reticuli on the Talk Star Radio Network. We'll be back. Don't go away. Uh, this is Elijah. What? Elijah. You know Elijah? No, I don't. Uh, well, they know me down at the police station. Why do I keep beeping like that? It's on a recording. Oh, hey, a recording. That's good. There's only one thing I can really say, guys. You ready? There you go. The shotgun blast says it all. Enough is enough. Goodbye. Report me to the aliens. Oh, brother. You know, there are a lot of people who come on this show, and um, they talk. They're pretty convincing. And even if they're not, they, um, 
Just a sec here. They, um, they try their very best to be congenial. They try their very best to be knowledgeable. Like, they're not computer programmers or computer engineers. Thank God. Um, according to Nancy Lederman, Planet X was already here in 2003. The government is lying. Uh, she was abducted when she was young, but she only decided to talk about her abduction scenarios and her abductions after 1993. Well, you know what? I don't buy any of it. I really don't. However, ExoNation, if I'm wrong, send an email, exon at talkstarradio.com. Or if you think I'm right, send me an email, exon at talkstarradio.com. So let's see. We're not going to have 2012. It's going to be before 2012. It's going to be in one of three months, but they can't tell us which month because that would violate the, the code of ethics for aliens who are visiting this planet. Yeah. Boggles my mind. But I guess uh, some people will do anything to sell stuff on the Internet, won't they? When we come back from the news at the top of the hour at six and a half minutes past, we're going to be talking to a lady who's going to talk to us about protecting our children online. one 877 is toll free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. My name's Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon on Talkstar. Well, 